Hello, friends. Maestro here, bringing you episode 284 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm giving you 10 tips to improve confidence. Stoked about this episode. Let's chat. But first, hey, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two. Hello, 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 and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. Honestly, I don't even listen to any of the podcasts, so that's not even me being like, well, these other ones are there. I don't even listen. I'm not going to lie. It was probably the best thing I ever did in starting a podcast was the fact that I don't listen to them. It's just not how I learn. Uh, so there's no comparison or anything like that. And this is my favorite one. So we're going to jump on in talking today about 10 tips for improving confidence. I actually just made a post on Instagram about this and I was like, let's repurpose this. Let's dig a little deeper and make this a podcast. So a podcast episode. So let's chat in the beginning. And I'll, I will link the, the post and by I, I mean, my girl Courtney will link the, the post in the the show notes. So the first thing I said in the post is actually that I have never struggled with confidence. It really hasn't been a big thing for me. Uh, And the number one reason I, the number one thing I attribute that to is my mom, actually. She's always my number one supporter, just always in my corner. um, And Never told me like, you know, didn't, wasn't focusing on things I couldn't do. Never was asking me to be smaller or be different. Like my mom is the shit. And, uh, that, that is what I you know, attribute so much of my confidence to, but I do want to go over 10 things that I think can help those of you. And again, I'm not assuming that you have confidence issues though. I think if you're listening to this and maybe you do have, you know, some struggles with confidence, but if you don't amazing, go to the next episode. You don't need to listen to this one. But these 10 things are, are kind of just things that I looked at, I don't know, retrospectively and was like, what do I do? What do I think has helped me? Uh, and, you know, what can I share? So in, I don't, you know, in saying that I have not struggled with confidence, I guess that's a bit of a disclaimer, but it's just something I've been thinking about for, for a bit. Do you need to have personally experienced something in order to be credible? And I think that they're, they're largely... No, uh, you know, there may be some exceptions to that, but what I think we need to really be focusing on and when we're looking for help is, is that person good at that thing? And I did an episode in the past, um, Courtney, if you could link it, it's about being relatable versus being respected. And I'll probably do another episode about it because it's something I've been thinking about a ton and just how I see women, especially marketing themselves and really kind of leading with like I don't want to say fully self-deprecating statements, but really being focused on being relatable as opposed to being helpful and therefore providing, you know, being respected. Um, Not that being relatable is not helpful, but 
I see people put so many caveats in things and start off and kind of cut themselves down to make themselves perhaps more approachable. And then, you know, go into the things that can be helpful instead of just being like, I am good at this. You are not good at this. I can help you. I want to help you. You're looking for help. Let's talk. Uh, so for me, when I'm seeking help, my number one thing is, is the person good at that thing? Uh, it's not necessarily have they been in my exact position. That can be helpful in certain things for sure. But primarily I want to know, can they get me that result? You know, can can they do the thing that, that I want to be doing? And I think in the top of my head, I'm thinking about uh, volleyball and my coach, Steven. Like, I don't need him to be a woman. I don't need him to be gay or anything like that. Um, in this case, it doesn't, it's not important for me. Uh, I need him to be good at what he's teaching me. And in my instance, I prefer someone that like, yeah, has played and has, is now good at teaching these things and is good at playing. They're good at doing the thing I want to be good at. So a little bit of a tangent, a little bit of a riff there. I'm definitely going to develop that more into probably another episode. But leading with what you're good at, focusing on what you're good at, which is one of the top, one of the 10 tips I'm going to go talk about. Um, and using that for, you know, credibility, street cred. But okay, let's hop on into this. 10 things in no particular order, 10 tips for improving confidence. Number one, put your oxygen mask on first. We, we hear it and I don't even know, I guess, I don't even, I guess I, I have been on some flights, but I'm that person that's usually listening to my music, and so I haven't heard the speech in a while. But we know you're supposed to put your mask on first. And I think that what I'm saying with this is not I think that, let me, I'm losing my words here. What I am saying with this is you got to put your values, your opinions, what you want, your needs, wants, expectations first. It's not about devaluing other people's things or just not giving a fuck about what other people think or doing. Not at all. I'm doing a post about it. I've done a post about it in the past, and I'll say it again. It's not that I don't value other people's opinions; it's that I value mine more. One of the things that I see, with, especially with women, is that they're just taking everybody else's stuff and doing it first, and worrying about it first, and, and valuing it more. You need to put your oxygen mask on first, right? Number two. Do more things that you love and enjoy. It very much ties into that first one, but I see just people really looking to um, please other people, and that's their number one concern. You will not develop confidence in that way. You're not going to be able to show up in the way you want or stand behind your decisions and, your, and you know, stand with conviction if the number one thing you're concerned with is what other people want, what other people are doing, what will make other people happy. Again, it's not an either or statement. It's a both and like, go ahead and, and have concern about other people. Yes, but I need you to put your oxygen mask on first. I need you to do things that you love, things that you enjoy that set your soul on fire. Number three, celebrate yourself. I put that one first and others. I, I actually, in all these 10 things, I didn't talk about, you know, how you relate to other people, uh, because I think I, I'm, I am very largely looking and speaking to women with this. Um, as I wrote this post, and today is actually International Women's Day. But I do think there is a ton of value in lifting others up. But I want this focus to be on you, which is why I said celebrate yourself first. Get okay taking up 
some space. Learn how to be okay taking up some space. Because I'll see that people may celebrate themselves, but they put other one else first all the time. And sometimes they don't even celebrate themselves at all. They're, again, so concerned with the wants, needs, expectations, hopes, dreams, whatever, of other people that they forget theirs completely. You put your oxygen mask on first, and then you can go ahead and share and take care of the world. Number four, take ownership for your successes and victories. If you did the thing, you did the damn thing. I said first, you know, celebrate yourself. But... If you had the idea, it's yours. Be okay with that. Celebrate that. Acknowledge that. You know, if you won something, if you did something, you made something, it was really good. Take ownership of that. Be okay acknowledging that, even if it's just to yourself to start off with. I think that when you don't actually, you know, put your stake in the ground and be like, yeah, I did that, it becomes easier or it becomes harder to have confidence because you never remembered like, yeah, I can do these things. That mirror never gets held up and you can't like this, your, your track record, if you will. You don't have anything there. So much of confidence comes from doing the thing and getting the, getting the reps, getting the results. If you never take responsibility, ownership for those results, it's going to be hard to develop that confidence, confidence and build off of those reps and those results. Number one, two, three, four. Number five, take responsibility for the outcomes of your decision. So very similar to the last one. The last one was just mostly talking about the success, the good stuff. But take responsibility for whatever happens. You made that decision. Now you fucking own it. Whether you're like, oh, I went to school and got a shit ton of debt. That was me. You take responsibility for that. Be a grown up. That is how you will eventually start gaining and growing that confidence. Because you learn about what is the outcome of this thing. And then you start to learn to trust yourself. Because you're like, yes, I did this. This is the outcome. Now I take responsibility for that. And what is next? What can I do about it? If we're looking at, you know, for everyone else, we're looking for someone to save you, you're looking to blame someone else, you will never get confidence because you will never trust yourself. As an aside, when I, was, when I was putting this list together, I really wanted to make it actionable and tangible and tactical. Because a lot of what I see out there, and I did some Googling before I did the post and such, a lot of what I see is this kind of nebulous. And, and one of them that I, when I, when I first wrote the post out, one of them was value your opinion. And I was like, well, how the fuck do they do that? Like, I need some tangible, tactical steps. Like, what does that mean, value your opinion? Because yes, I tend to see that people that don't have great confidence, they value the opinions of others more than they value their own. So ideally, the 10 things I'm presenting here are tactical approaches to some of those more nebulous concepts of, you know, trusting yourself and valuing your own opinion. This is how you get to those places. Okay. Next one, which I believe is number six. I think it's number six. Uh, surround yourself with confident people. Yes, I typically, or not typically, I always say we attract what we are, not what we want. But if you're like, I'm not confident yet, go and find some confident people. You're gonna have to actually go and find it because again, we're not attracting it. We're gonna go and search and people that are attractive, you're gonna hang out with them. Maybe say out of your comfort zone a little bit, but this is how you will grow. Number uh, seven, do more things that you're good at. Life doesn't have to be a struggle all the time. If you hate something, if you're not good at it, you don't have to do it. Like maybe if it's like, you know, your, your life responsibilities of like feeding your kids and, and, and things like that, like, yes, you, have to, you have to do that. Um, but you don't have to struggle with everything. There is nothing with nothing wrong with walking away from something because you're not very good at it. 
I got, that has been a mantra of mine forever, and I will stand behind that. I, I think that for whatever reason, we really, really champion struggle, and I don't know why. One of the things I say in jest, but I kind of mean it, if at first you don't succeed, walk away as if you never tried. Like, there is nothing, I'm going to repeat it a million times, I feel very strongly about this point. There is nothing wrong with stopping, with stopping doing, that sounds weird, with not doing things that you are bad at. Right? And focusing more on the things that you are really good at. Right? Yes, there are certain things that you may have to suck up, but I have found that the more you're able to focus on the things that you're really good at and double down on those, outsource the rest, the more confidence you have, the, the more happier in general you are. For me, yes, I tend to relate things back to, to movement, physicality, sports, and things like that. I suck at tennis. What sport don't I play? Fucking tennis. I learned, I was like, I'm not good at this. I have no desire to try and get better, better at it. You folks know that I'm really playing a ton of volleyball right now. You know why? Because I'm pretty good at it. Right? I'm by no means a professional, by no means, but the potential is there. And you know the, the reactions, responses that I get from my coach and from those around me supports this idea that like, yeah, I'm decent at this and I will continue to get better at this if I put effort into it. If you try something, you're like, man, I just suck so bad at it. It's okay to not do it. Go find, make space in your life for something else that you're good at. And that ties into that second point of doing things that you love and you enjoy. If you enjoy knitting, go and do more of that. All right, if you enjoy, I don't know, walking, go and do more of that. We have that whole borrowed goals, and I've talked about that in the past. That really derails people. And they're just like, you don't get confidence when you suck at something. You can keep doing it, but if you keep doing it and you keep sucking, you're not going to get more confidence in it. So let's think about things that you enjoy, putting your mask on first, thinking about things that you enjoy, and doing more of those. I, I clearly feel very strongly about this point. Uh, and again, these are numbered in no particular order. But if I had to put number one, maybe that would be it because I need... I. I I believe it. I think that we champion struggle too much and people then they tend to focus on their failures. And I'm like, if you're failing a ton at this thing, maybe it's not for you and you can go do something else. For me, that was CrossFit. I was like, listen, I'm not, I'm built like freaking Jiminy Cricket, right? Every single barbell that's like in a competition is weighs more than me. I weigh 127 pounds on a good day. That 135 pound barbell going to kill me. Literally. I, I'm just I got long femurs. I'm not really built for this. I could do other stuff. Things that have running, I'm great at that. Volleyball now, great at that. I'm going to focus on that stuff instead of beating my head against the wall and trying to fit, you know, the square peg in the round hole. All right, let's move on because I'm, I'm getting too fired up with that. My voice feels, it sounds a little bit hoarse. I don't know what's going on there, but sorry. Apologies. Uh, number eight, practice contentment and acceptance. I love this one here. There is, I think, one of the, uh, two of the most undervalued, underrated things are contentment and acceptance and acceptance not to be confused with resignation i think that resignation is kind of like brings with it a sense of like remorse or regret uh, whereas acceptance is just like almost like a positive indifference like yeah it is what it is we should probably be that way with a lot more things especially things that we can't change i think you know specifically about me i got long ass fucking femurs it kind of looks weird if i go into certain shapes you're like what you look like what you look like a spider and I've accepted that. Like, I can't sit here and be like, oh, I wish that they were shorter. Or I wish that other thing. Like, yes, I would have loved to have been taller. But guess what? That cannot change. So 
Let me practice acceptance. Second part there, or actually it was the first part, contentment. Can we be content with what we have? I am all about setting goals and swinging for the fence. Right? All about it. But what about what you have right now? And again, this is not just like practicing gratitude. And I wanted to make this a little bit more tangible. Can you be content with the things that you have right now, with the way that things are right now? And then if you want, you can build from there. But when we're always looking at somebody else and trying to be like someone else, trying to be something that we're not, especially those things that we cannot change, you will never be confident, ever. You will continue to focus on the things that you cannot be, the things that you are not, the things that you will never be, and you're just going to be focusing on your failures. No confidence is coming from repeatedly focusing or focusing on your repeated failures. Number nine, say no to things that you want to say no to. If you don't want to do that shit, don't do it. This ties into those earlier ones of putting your oxygen mask on first, doing more things that you love and you enjoy. I see people just looking to placate others when you got to put your placating mask on first. Are you pleasing yourself first? There's selfish, being selfish has such a negative connotation and I don't think that it needs to. There's nothing wrong with putting yourself first. It's not inherently a bad thing. Can excess of anything lead to, you know, be bad? Yes. But in and of itself, putting yourself first is not a bad thing. So saying no to the things that you want to say no to. Free up space to do things that you actually enjoy. And it doesn't mean that it's like you're doing things that only you enjoy and it's like fuck everyone else. There's a very good chance that the things that you enjoy other people enjoy or that brings joys to other people's lives and or lights them up to see you being lit up. Okay, so let's not focus only on the negative side of these things. So number nine, say no to things you want to say no to. Last one, recurring theme, and I got this from my girl Yanni, be scared, but do it anyway. So many things in life you're not going to feel prepared for. You're going to be waiting and waiting and waiting. The confidence comes from action, comes from doing the thing. I spoke about this in the, the caption of the post that I did. But understand that we are literally hardwired this way. It's how the nervous system works. You do not know that it's safe to do something until you do it. Nervous system, no, no, no. It's always collecting information. And then be like, okay, no, that is safe. Can I ignore this thing? What happened? Did we die? No? Okay, cool. I will grant you some more for your next you know, bout of that thing. So you got to do it first. Everything on this list that applies to them, it may be scary to put your oxygen mask on first, but you will never know that it's okay until you do that. Right? We take those baby steps. We get the information. We realize that we didn't die, right? Our nervous system's like, okay, you made it through. It's dope. And then we can do it again and we can do it again and we can do it again because like we said, confidence comes from doing the thing, but the confidence comes from the reps and the results that you get from those reps. And you don't get reps unless you get started. All right. That is all 10. I really enjoyed this episode. I, I, I like this a lot. Let me go through them again. Remember, there are no particular order. Number one, put your oxygen mask on first. Number two, do more things that you love and enjoy. Number three, celebrate yourself 
and others. Number four, take ownership for your successes and victories. Number five, take responsibility for the outcome of your decisions. Number six, surround yourself with confident people. Number seven, do more things that you're good at. Number eight, practice contentment and acceptance. In number nine, say no to things you want to say no to. Number 10, be scared, but do it anyway. That's all I got. I really, I really enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear from you about maybe which one resonates the most. That's actually what I've been getting hit back with on Instagram. And it's so interesting because we all, you know, work on different things, we all need to work on different things. So it's been really cool. And with any post, really, it's really cool to see what resonates, like what part of the, of the caption, or in this case, which number resonates the most with you? What do you need to work on the most? What do you need help with? Can I help you with anything? So if this resonated with you, you want to hit me back. And actually, Coop, thank you for taking me up on my text offer and, and hitting me back. I do appreciate you. Uh, but if any, if any of you want to hit me back, you could DM me about it. You could text me about it. 310-737-2345. I'd love to hear. I'd love to chat. I'd love to help if you need. All right, officially wrapping it up. As always, endlessly, endlessly, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. Until next time, friends, maestro, 